This is episode 35 of The Focused Mindset, and we're rolling into 2021. I read something the other day that said, this year is the fifth year that we've officially been in 2020. And that is what 2020 felt like, long. But in this episode, we are going to talk about forward thinking, forward moving, and how we can walk into the next season of our life with confidence. And I'm going to share with you a story, a special story that I hold dear to my heart that changed the way I looked at building relationships forever. But before we do that, welcome. If you are new to this show, I invite you to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the family-oriented content that we have here. You've been upgraded to Parenting 2.0. New expectations requires a new mindset, the focused mindset. I'm Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. Raising kids is an amazing journey and things don't always turn out as planned. Still, you get to share your life with an adult in training. This podcast will help you meet every new challenge with confidence and be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Happy New Year, everybody. And whatever time you're listening to this episode, even if it's not the brand new year, you're not ringing in a new year or a new season, in a way you are because each and every day that we wake up is a new opportunity to start fresh. And so no matter what time of the year it is for you, Happy New Year. In this episode, I'm going to do things a little bit different. Ringing in 2021, I'm going to go back and play a story for you that I told to you all on my very first episode. That episode is called Building Strong Relationships. And I want to just tell that story partly because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of nostalgic during this time. Looking back, this is the very first year that I've done this podcast, and that was the launching off point to what has grown to be quite spectacular with listeners all over the world and uh, people that contact me all the time with questions and that I'm able to serve you guys means so much to me and I thank you so much and I'm going to go back and just play the story because it made a big impact on me in that time and basically changed my life the way that I kind of like moved forward. Have you ever had those times in your life that you can pinpoint that you say, oh, after that time, I walked forward a little bit different? Well, that's why I'm going to share that story with you. And partly because what we're going to be talking about today is the importance of making changes in the smallest of forms in just one day at a time and taking the steps that you do seriously rather than thinking about an entire year and what you might want to accomplish an entire year. Why not ask yourself, what am I going to accomplish today? What am I going to accomplish in the next hour? These obtainable goals, if you will, are things that sometimes we think, oh yeah, I'm just going about my day, but what am I going to do in six months? What am I going to do in a year? Well, if we can look back on our last year and see that all of our plans were drastically shifted, that there's one thing that we know 
is that we can't control all of the events of the future. But what we can control is the person that we are in that space. And the person that we are today builds to be the person we are the next day. And we're either building to be a grumpy old person or a cheerful old person (laughs) when we get old. That starts today. And we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about the importance of building strong relationships through communication, through conversation, and At the end, I'm going to give you some practical steps of how you can do that. And we're going to talk a little bit about my new training course called Conversations That Empower. But first, I want to take a pause and recognize my affiliate partner, The Big Life Journal. And probably many of you have seen amazing ads and documentaries that it's talking about the power of The Big Life Journal and its products. Well, when I came alongside them and began to promote their products, it was because I believed in it. And I've seen how building resilience in kids can make such a huge difference. And when you buy the Big Life Journal products through the link in my show notes or by going to my website and clicking on the Big Life Journal, you're able to support this podcast. And you do that at no extra cost to you whatsoever. So, Check out the Big Life Journal products by clicking the link in the show notes. Now, as we walk into 2021, I hear a lot of people asking themselves, how did it go? How did my last year go? And how do I want the next year to go? And I see a lot of people reflecting upon that. But Today, we're going to make a little switch. And rather than asking how, I want you to ask what. What did I do last year? And what can I do in the year to come? That may seem like a small change, but it's a very big one because how might bring up uh, the things you did wrong or or you might start literally thinking about the step-by-step things of how you got where you're going or where you want to go. But what's most important is that we think about what we did. As you think about what you did, you're going to pinpoint a lot that you were able to do in the last year. And then when you ask yourself, what can I do in the future? You can start dreaming in a completely different type of way because anything is possible. Almost any single thing that you can think of, you can begin to allow your mind to dream about how that might happen. I recently read a quote from Hal Elrod that said, once you have the what, the how reveals itself. That is so true on so many levels. I can remember the first time that I had a conversation with Dr. Linda Medcalf, and the both of us at the very beginning of the year in January were talking about how we wanted to start a podcast. We weren't talking about how we were going to do it. We were both talking about what it might make possible if we started it, if we began to spread the things that we knew about the solution-focused method and having a solution-focused mindset to the people that we influenced and the people that we are passionate about talking to, what might be possible? And what we knew would be possible is that people would find new ways to communicate, new ways to have discussions and open their mind and open their heart, and they'd be able to see things differently. That excites me. 
and I know it excited her, and we both did start our podcast this year. Dr. Linda Medcalf started Solution Focus Schools Unlimited, and I was right on her tail with Parenting 2.0, The Focused Mindset. And both of them are incredible resources now out there for you guys to look back at all of the episodes, to glean, to lean on, to be able to become experts of your own on how to focus on solutions rather than problems and the mind shift that could it make. Now, neither one of us had any idea that the pandemic would shut us down or anything like that that would occur in the next year. We just both had a great vision of an idea and we moved forward with it. And then when the, uh, I guess the craziness erupted, we rolled with it and we adjusted and our topics were timely. So just two examples of many. And what can you do that can make a difference? What is possible in the next year? That's what I want you to ask yourself. Because like the author of The Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod says, once you have the what, the how will reveal itself. So as you reflect on last year and the year to come, and you begin to feel that familiar feeling of wanting to make a plan, make a goal, ask yourself, what can I do to make my world, my home different and change it for the better? And even more so, what can I do today? Today is the key word because New Year's resolutions are broken all the time. Almost the very minute that you make it, you might break it, (laughs) but you can make a goal for today. And that's exactly why I believe so strongly in waking up in the morning and choosing the type of vibe that you're going to move forward in doing that on purpose. It takes a minute for you to stop and say, what kind of person do I want to be today? What do I want to value? How am I going to show up? It's so important to stop, pause and decide that. When you do that, you're preparing yourself to move forward in that day in the very manner that you actually want to. Because the truth is, you are going to choose a vibe one way or another. You're going to walk around your day and either you choose your vibe or it'll choose you. But I think that that saying is not exactly the truth because you still ultimately are the one that needs to choose if you're going to walk around with a grumpy vibe or if you're going to let something get to you. Or if you're going to let something roll off your back on this day. If you wake up and you say, the type of person that is important for me to be is understanding and caring. Then you will look at each and everything that you do with the lens of understanding and caring. And you can hold yourself accountable to that. You can say, wait a minute now, am I walking forward with understanding and caring? And that might have dawned on you in the morning because it was the exact thing that you're going to need. Something might come up, a trial where you're going to be tested in that. And it's important that you remember, wait a minute, I chose, I chose the values that I was going to walk forward in today. And I am going to have understanding and compassion. Could be any one of many, many different 
uh, values that you can hold on to throughout the day. But you choose it and you choose it every day. And when you've done that one day, then you do it the next day and see that builds on one another until an entire month has gone by. And you can look back and say, wow, look at the changes that I've made in me and look at the difference that it's made in other people. So I encourage you to ask what, what's possible in this next year, and then figure out what you'd like to do today to make that happen. Now, I'm guessing in the weeks to come, you're going to have opportunities to communicate in one way or another with your loved ones, your family, uh, the people you live with, the people that you call, the people that you see online. And I wonder, are you communicating in a way that's most effective, that's building relationships? Or do you sometimes communicate in ways that break that relationship down? That's also a very important thing for us to ponder. It's something that I looked at last year, and I, for quite a few years now, have been uh, putting in practice, really holding myself accountable for the way that I communicate When you really hold yourself accountable, it's not an easy thing because you have to be real with yourself. And sometimes you have to know that, you know, I, I didn't handle that conversation well. I need to tighten that up. You see, by being a solution focused counselor, I've been able to really reap the benefit of understanding how powerful it is when you look at the person that you're listening to as the expert in their own life and you really hear what they have to say. You listen to every word and pull out even some of the amazing things within them that they didn't even know. But when you're in your everyday life and you're having important conversations with someone you know very, very well, or even your children, sometimes it can be different. And sometimes I found that there was a discrepancy between how I communicated at home or how I communicated with friends and how I was communicating as a professional solution-focused counselor. And I began to really work on blending the two and researching what it would take to be a communicator that makes an impact and makes a difference and that's ready to have hard conversations. As I started developing strategies and using them, I have seen a big difference in the relationships around me and I've seen a big difference in others. And That is exactly why I believe so strongly in the power of paying attention to your communication. And it all starts with choosing what kind of attitude you're going to have walking into the conversation. If you're not ready to have a conversation, if your mind's scattered and you aren't centered and focused, you're not going to be able to have conversations that build relationships. You won't be ready to have a vibe that you chose. Now, you probably have heard from the podcasts that I've been a guest on and uh, the different places that I've spoke about how important I feel that vibes are and my acronym, uh, V, standing for values and living today for your values. I, being interested, interested in each and every step that you need and being curious about that. B, being bold, bold in each and every step. And E, enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy the moment. Just following these four simple steps today 
every single morning and revisiting it throughout the day is going to give you a refreshing of the mind. So when you walk into a space, you feel centered. You feel like you can, with ease, have the vibe that needs to be had in that moment, whether it be excitement, calm, uh, focus, whether it be an attitude of listening, of compassion, like I mentioned, whether it be caring or kindness. Decide what you're going to value. Be interested, live boldly, and enjoy the moment that you're in. Just try it and see what happens. Try it today. And with that, I want to share with you this story. I want to share with you a story that I told, like I said, on my very first episode, a first episode of a podcast, you guys, for those of you who don't have one, I know some of my friends are, are podcasters, but if you aren't, let me tell you, it's kind of special. It's, it will always hold a special place in your heart. It's like you're, uh, launching off point. And it does for me too. Even right now, I have a big old smile on my face thinking about it because it was difficult. It was really, really hard to pull the trigger and do that very first episode. When I listened back at it, just to kind of, you know, listen back at where I started with this journey, I knew that this was the perfect time to share this story about building strong relationships. You see, long before I was a school counselor, college teacher, anything like that, I was a Head Start teacher. And I was so excited when I got this job. It was a dream job for someone that majored in child development. To be able to land a job fresh out of college as a Head Start teacher was a win. Now, what is Head Start? It's state and federally funded preschool for low-income students. I was ready, guys. I had all of my centers on point. The art area was ready. And on that first day, here came the parents. And I was standing by the door, ready, greeting them. And then I noticed near the end of the line, one mother seemed to be staring at me. And the closer she got to the front of the line, yeah, she was looking at me all right. She was mad-dogging me. And so I took a breath and mustered up my most positive energy. And I went up and said, hi, my name is Mrs. Kretz. And she folded her arms and said, I'm Mrs. Wilson to you. And then I just kind of took a step back. And then she said, you know, I have a question for you. Are you old enough to be teaching my babies? And her two kids were standing next to her. Both of them enrolled in my class, a girl and a boy. Off they ran to go play. But the mom, she was waiting for an answer. And she said, did you hear me? I said, are you old enough to teach my babies? You look like you're still in high school. I knew she wasn't wrong. I was 22 but I could easily pass for 16 at that point. So I hesitated and said, well, I am really excited for, and she interrupted and said, that is not what I asked you. Are you qualified to teach? And I was speechless and all I could say is yes. And she looked me up and down and she said, I'll be back, we'll see how this goes. And off she went and I was left with all of my insecurities right in the forefront of my mind and I turned around 
and taught that first day. But in my mind, I made a commitment that I was going to win Miss Wilson over. She was going to know that I was qualified and I would prove it to her. So I did just that. I made sure that their kids were doing the art projects and as I sang the songs, I would make sure that her kids were learning them. And I'm pretty sure I probably even went over and said, hey, make sure you share this with your mom. I wasn't subtle at all. And when I saw her, oh, we would be playing on the playground. I'd be playing basketball with her son and encouraging him. And the next day she would come in with the same exact mad dog. So I would take pictures and send them home with her and add extra little notes or things they can do at home. I tried everything. But finally, I came to realize I don't know if I can win her over. And then one day, it was just the beginning of Cultures Around the World Week. And I wanted to read a story to the kids about a different culture every day. And one day we were going to be talking about Africa. I was going to read my very favorite book, Elizabeth's Doll. I knew with my cultural background, I really couldn't do that story justice. But I knew somebody that could. Mrs. Wilson. And as soon as the thought entered my mind to have her read the story to the class, I gave myself a million excuses. No, she's not going to want to do that. She doesn't even stick around the class long enough. She doesn't even like you. But I knew it was the right thing to do. So I decided I was going to ask her to read the story. But I chickened out the first couple of days. And finally, I just walked up to her and said, Miss Wilson, I have something to ask you. We have a Cultures Around the World Week coming up. And I have a story to read that's about a little girl from Africa. And I think you would do a really great job, a much better job than I could. And I was wondering if you'd be willing to read it for the class. And to my surprise, she said, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll do that. And she took the book and off she went to practice. And I, I thought, wow, okay, we'll see what happens. And the next week came and it was her turn to read to the class. I didn't know what to expect. But on that day, she showed up nice and early and she had a big bag in her hand and her daughter came bouncing up to me and said, my mom's going to tell a story and I already heard it. And she walked over to my circle time area and the kids began to gather around and she took out of her bag a robe and put it on to look authentic and then she began to read Elizabeth's doll a story about a little girl in a small village in Africa who was going to have a little baby brother and when the baby was born she wanted a little baby of her own And she looked all around for different things that she could make it for a doll. And she ended up choosing a nice stone. And that was her baby. And Mrs. Wilson read it with such amazing emotion. I could have sworn that I was sitting in a village listening to a storyteller right there in Africa. And the kids adored it. They were sitting on her every word. And at the end, I went up to her and said, that was amazing. And she said, thank you. And a second later, she turned to me and said, did you know that my kids are adopted? I said, wow, really, tell me more. 
and she told me the story about how she came to adopt her boy and her girl and how it was a tough decision for her. But it came after she went to the hospital for a minor surgery and came out with a full hysterectomy due to a mistake that a nurse had made. It devastated her. And I said, wow, thank you for sharing that with me. And then all of a sudden she said, Miss Kretz, I want to give something to you. And she walked over to her bag and I was like, oh man, I don't know what could possibly be in there. But she brought out a bunch of little rubber bands. And she said, look at all that long hair of yours. You need braids. And she sat me down in the little tiny preschool chair and quick as lightning, she braided my hair. It was two braids right along the sides next to my ears and two braids along the top from my forehead all the way to the back of my neck. And it was epic. I glanced at myself in the mirror over in the home area and I said, I can't believe this. This is great. And what was even better is that she was smiling and so was I. And I said, thank you, Mrs. Wilson. And she looked at me and said, why don't you call me Lisa? That's the moment that I learned how important it is to build a relationship through conversation and through listening and through understanding somebody else. And I ran into Lisa at the grocery store just recently, actually, and and she updated me and told me that her son had gotten into the army and her daughter had graduated on the honor roll. It was great. So nice to catch up. And if you want to listen to the entire story, the entire podcast, just jump back to episode one and you'll hear how green I was, but feel free to if you'd like. But that made such a big impact on my life. That conversation, that experience, my first year of teaching. But you never know what moments in life are going to carry with you forever. But you'll definitely never know if you don't pay attention to the moments. Don't let them just go on by. Since that time, I can pinpoint many stories in my life of things that have happened that made a difference, many of them that I share with you guys. But maybe next year, it's a good time for you to start remembering your stories. What are some of the things that you know impacted your life? It's time to write them down. It's time to really dissect them and see how they made a difference in your life. If I wouldn't have done that, I may not have developed my training course that I'm offering you guys. In just a few weeks, I am going to have my training course up for sale. Originally, I was expecting that I might have it for sale before the end of the year, but I put it out to a beta group, and after getting their feedback, I was more excited than ever about getting it out, but I wanted to add a few more things. One of the things I'm adding is a full 30-day journal with prompts. Um, An opportunity for you guys to really dig into how you might fine-tune your communication skills. 
So my training course is called Conversations That Empower, and it's simple steps, simple steps that you can implement right away that will help your conversations run smoothly, help you make an impact in conversations. It's using solution-focused strategies as well as strategies that I've gleaned from business books and uh, many educators and leaders in the field. The first time I designed it, I was developing some questions for a conference that I was spoken earlier this year. But uh, right away from the feedback, I knew that I needed to go deeper. And I'm really excited about you guys having an opportunity to get this course. Um, This is going to be the type of product that you're going to have with you that you can keep and revisit Uh, right before you have conversations after, and then the learning piece of it is going to help it cement in your mind. So you'll have amazing strategies to talk to your kids, your loved ones, and you can go to thefocusedmindset.com slash empowered right now to get on that list. That's thefocusedmindset.com slash empowered. And as I've mentioned, I always offer special links, helpful links in the show notes. But today, the link that says conversations that empower is going to be a little more powerful because it's the new year and you're going to get a new year's download that you're not going to want to miss. Now, it doesn't matter if you're listening now, three months from now, next year, if you're listening to this episode and you use that link, I'll be able to know that you are qualified. I'm going to immediately send to your email a vibes checklist. It's a two part gift that you're going to get. One is a pinup that you can put on your refrigerator, your mirror, that'll go through the acronym that we talked about earlier. So you can always remember to live by your values, interested, bold, and enjoy the moments. And then you're going to have a personal checklist that's going to help you to be able to gauge over a five-day period what your vibes are and be able to write down what you're going to choose on purpose. And it'll give you a five-day period to see your growth. You're just going to love it. That download will come to you right away. Plus, it'll be on my list for the pre-sale. Let's move into a solution-focused, inspired exercise. It's time for you guys to just relax and prepare yourself to clear your mind of all of the distractions so you can focus on this exercise. You can really help it make an impact in your life. So you can open your mind to all of the many moments that are out there that can be life-changing for you. They can help you walk into your next year with a level of confidence that you've never experienced before because you are focused, because you are clear. I want you to ask yourself right now, what story am I writing next year? You see, keep in mind that you are writing your story each and every day, day by day, the story of your life. So what is the story that you want to write? What do you want to be possible? What would you like to accomplish? I want you to just take a minute to let everything else in the world fade out and focus on those questions and just let your mind wander, whatever comes up. And if if your mind begins to give you an excuse as to how that might not happen or all of the unknowns, just, just let that be and go back to the question, what does that make possible? 
And then I want you to take a minute to write those things down and then believe that when you find that what, then the how becomes available to you. It becomes known to you. And I want you to do the next step. What's popping in your mind right now? Maybe that you've buried for a long time. Maybe a goal that you remember from years past that's left untouched. Maybe it's time to pick that up and dust it off. Is this the year that you're going to start your own autobiography? Is this the year that you're going to start a nonprofit organization? Or maybe you're going to jump into a ministry that you've always wanted to do. Maybe it's as simple as a brand new morning routine. Whatever it is, you're ready. You're ready to figure out how because now you know the what. And when you write all those things down, and as we move back into our everyday life from that activity, I want you to be able to step forward into this year with expectancy. That things are possible that you never knew were when you just look. You already started just now by thinking about what you'd like to do and what might be possible. And now I want you to open your eyes in a brand new way. And when you start seeing little signs and little uh, things that you didn't see before, that can help make that possible. And I want that for you. And I want you to be able to do that for your child as well. With your own children, sometimes they don't know what's possible. They're just trying to walk through and figure out how they're going to do their schoolwork or whatever their tasks are in front of them. Many of our kids have gotten so stuck in their room, in their four walls, that I think they forgot that there's other things outside of their television and their walls and their video games. And there's a lot to explore. There's a lot to do. Get outside, breathe the fresh air, and take your children with you, even if they're kicking and screaming because they want to chill. If they're teenagers, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> but let's get out there in the next year to come and make a difference, guys. Let's have the focused mindset. Even more so, let's have a forward-focused mindset. And until next time, keep in touch and take care.